Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Listeners, do you hear that? Is that the cautious but perceptible sound of heads turning, emotional confusion, and 24 sexually frustrated souls all trapped in one social experiment slash reality TV program? That can only mean one thing. The Islanders have finally landed in Casa Amor. Welcome to episode 9 of Vice Does Love Island. I'm Ruby Lot Lavinia, staff writer at Vice.com. And I'm Nana Barr, also staff writer at Vice.com. Vice Does Love Island will be the best and most loyal source of unofficial, non-ITV-affiliated Love Island chat for the duration of Season 5. We'll be here every Tuesday and Friday to discuss the ever-present sexual energy that exudes from tall men and tall men only. <laughs> right, if it isn't obvious who Nana is thirsting over, let's start with our raunchy recap. Over the last few episodes, you might have asked yourself a few things, like, who is Stevie? Who is Lavina? Who is coupled up with who? Let us help you decipher who's who in the random mass of bodies and work out what's happened now that there are 24 goddamn islanders we're meant to care about. Here's what's happened over the last few days. After Arabella and Tom were dumped from the island, the boys were invited to lunch outside of the villa. While the boys were away, the girls were invited to a separate villa, otherwise known as Casa Amor, where six new guys were waiting. Stevie, a student, Ovi, a basketball player, Denon, a footballer, Dan, a bathroom salesman, George, a builder, and Marvin, a personal trainer, were all waiting. When the guys returned from their lunch, they were greeted by six new girls. Belle, a makeup artist. Joanna, a recruitment consultant. Lavina, a business developer. Jordan, a model and actor. And Maria, who works in clubs. (laughs) Heads are turning. Michael is being chirped by Joanna and is starting to have second thoughts about Amber. Curtis is absolutely losing his head and having doubts about Amy. And he has his sights set on Jordan. Meanwhile, at Casa Amor, Anna is unashamedly cracking on with Ovi, her tall dream boy. Single Islanders, Anton, Lucy, Danny and Maura, have their pick of the litter. Last night, the boys did a lot of kissing during a game, while Amy, Amber and Molly May worried about their partners, who were basically doing all the kissing. The boys won the challenge and were rewarded with a party in the main villa, during which Curtis danced properly for the first time with Jordan. He did a bit of... Ballroom looking stuff. Grooving. Yeah, so much hip movement. Oh, very God. unsettling. That's how he chirps. And on the bits watch, <sighs> Anton got an erection, ladies and gentlemen. Huge congratulations. Through the sexual prowess of new girl Burl's nails. We love it. Two legends. <laughs> got a text. What does it say? It says, I could say Shrek and Fiona aren't well suited, 
but that would just be my opinion. Following on from Tommy's insightful analysis of his relationship, we will now move on to the emotional breakdown, where we can continue in this vein. Arabella left the villa. Let's start at the beginning, yeah. Okay, so in what I'm dubbing Danny's despair, which is the part when Danny got very upset when Arabella left. Which we can only celebrate, really, in terms of, you know, Yeah, karma. but he's, he's broken. Well, at least he was in the first like, Yeah, he episode. was for about 14 he, minutes. He asked the boys why, <laughs> and then when the new girls came in... He was like, we only lost Arabella like a day ago. As if she, she hasn't died. died. You were not married. You are not now widowed. You're okay. But do we think he's pretending to be really upset so it doesn't look too bad on the camera? Seeing as he left Yuande for Arabella. Yes, I think so. I think he moved on from Yuande really quickly to Arabella and seems to cycle through quite intense emotions, saying that it was the best, what was it, week of his life with Arabella and then the most difficult decision he'd ever had to make. So clearly the boy sort of fluctuates very easily emotionally. But I mean, as soon as the new girls came in, he was like, obviously, like, if Arabella was still here, I would crack on with everyone just because, you know, you, you need to try it out, you need to, like, get to know everyone. Like, you know, it would just be disrespectful yeah the man has no backbone and like, i feel like everyone who comes in contact with him will leave like he is cursed a bit like a bit like the drake curse you know how every like sports person who gets a picture with drake loses their next game no way okay yeah, yeah it's now the danny curse danny. obviously you don't want to be too mean to the islanders but i do feel like in the the grand justice of love island Danny sort of deserves a, a bit of a curse. Is that too mean to deserve Someone a curse? Deserves a curse. You know, I, mean, I don't know. Nice. I try. I did try to sort of cushion that a bit. Really. And then it ended up meaner. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's also a naivety where he thinks that you know he doesn't really have to endear the public. He doesn't really have to endear people. It's more that he just wants to find someone he fancies. And I mean, generally, when you're dating in the real world, you don't really care about what the public yeah of course it, so no I one's tweeting about like yeah. my awful second date with some weird guy who won't God, talk do about i feel bad for stuff. danny no 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 no. let's I'm rewind not. he's cursed man he's cursed. cursed come on okay also this week when casserole Moore was first announced a veteran islander megan barton hansen from last year's season she tweeted about curtis and amy saying that amy brings nothing to the villa and curtis should leave her do we think that it's their place to say something? I think they're kind of like, you know how all, I'm going to get told off for talking about football, but you know how all sports pundits usually have played football before? I do feel like the ex-Love Islanders, you know, they've been there. It's a different kind of qualification, I guess, you know. It's all subjective, so they obviously can't actually know definitively whether Amy and Curtis should be together, though obviously maybe this was quite a prescient tweet. What do you think? Do you think we should listen to them? Are they are they respectful I don't know, like, I, It's just like, get over it. Like, as in, like, you're <laughs> yeah. on Love Island, like, you don't need to talk about it. You don't like, go constantly. here anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're constantly, like, liking other tweets about Islanders, being like, oh, this person's definitely playing a game. But I think this ties into probably, like, a lot of the, the mental health conversation, which is the these people only knew this one event, you know, they were their whole fame surrounds this this TV programme that is now over and suddenly all the focus has shifted onto these new islanders. They're not interesting anymore, they're not valuable anymore. And when you define your kind of whole self-worth around that, it's going to be really difficult. So I think you are going to be like a massive beg on Twitter because... Yeah, but because you know what it feels like to have people tweet about you 
saying that someone brings nothing to the villa and they're like dead weight you know how that affected you like reading all these tweets back when you got out so I it think just that seems legit. weird and also didn't she say that Amy was being bitchy yeah which is just very irritating to watch like women call other women bitchy in Love Island because I just think like the gender politics of the island are quite nuanced and complicated it's not black and white you can't just be like oh the girl's bitchy and the guy's really chill like I think there's mm. quite a lot of like sexism involved in that yeah. kind of assumption and also as we've seen Joe men can be ridiculous Absolutely. as well Megan, I love you, but... No. (laughs) Stop. And so, okay, we've got, like, a bunch of New Islanders. What do we think about them? Nana, do you have any particular favourites? Although she isn't my favourite, it was my favourite intro video, was Joanna being like, I'm in here for one thing. At first she said love, and then she was like, dick, it's dick, I'm in here for dick. (laughs) It was so good. Like, the cut was amazing. It was like you almost missed it if you were sort of like pulled your eyes away for a second because she'd done her bit like, I'm in here for love. I just, yeah, respect. We've spoken about this before, but I just feel like there hasn't been enough kind of acknowledgement of, I guess, respect of sexual desires. And obviously Maura was like in a kind of grey area where everyone thought she had to have sex with people just because she spoke about it lots. Mm. And people were being very closed off about admitting that they'd had sex or done bits whatever and so I just feel like any New Islander who comes in and does that however obviously Joanna is in quite a sticky situation at the moment I mean it's obviously not her burden Mm. it's Michael who went from being the man I decided I fancied as soon as he put on those glasses and then about eight minutes later I was like no you're cancelled you're cancelled because it really took a turn a huge turn I don't like the way he's bitching about Amber to Joanna yeah, and I think Joanna's obviously in a, a legitimate situation to try and crack on with someone so that she can stay in the villa. And, you know, I don't think she's really at any fault here because she's not in a relationship. Or not in a relationship, but she's not really coupled up with anyone. Mm-hmm. But Michael seems to have just unraveled before everyone's eyes. You know, I feel like all it took was Joanna sort of saying, like, do you maybe think Amber's, like, a little bit immature despite Nana, as you were saying before, only being a year older than Amber? Mm. Since then, he's just sort of slowly sort of decided that actually he hasn't been able to be himself. Amber, I mean, yeah, she's she's scary. And I think that's like legit. But I do feel like that doesn't mean you sort of then snog someone two days later. You know, I sort of feel like you can be like, hey, I feel like I can never bring up anything with you because you dumped down my throat and that's really stressful. And I would like to be able to say things that stress me out and then, you know, work from there. Can you tell who in my relationship is the scary one? <laughs> Why I might be projecting. <laughs> I do need to mention New mm. Islander Ovi. Now you've wow. really done a wow. 460 on this. I, can I just say, I said I liked him last week. So. You did. You said he, you said you liked him, but he was also at the time cancelled. Yes, he so was cancelled. He was freshly cancelled. Yeah, because and, yeah. he said that. Blackface isn't racist because people used to do it in the 90s. He's a blackface apologist, essentially. Yeah. And, you know, we can't stand that, but, but he's a hottie. So, like, I don't know what to do. Do you back his relationship with Anna? Yeah. Oh, my God, I loved that he spoke in basketball metaphors. <laughs> amazing. Really amazing. That was, like, again, like, uh, I'm sorry, but men sometimes, like, not be able to communicate about their emotions. And so I have to kind of, like 
put it in the terms that they understand is so tragic. Oh, God. I mean, yeah, hilarious. Congratulations. Look, I'm not saying I like what's inside of Ovi. <laughs> just, just look, he's huge. The end. <laughs> no further comment. No. Which couples do you think are dealing with the separation best? Um, I think maybe Tommy and Molly May. Yeah, it is mad, isn't it? They're really kind of solid. Yeah, it's a bit weird. But They're... I think Molly May did get upset in the challenge with the kissing because although she just kissed someone... I wish the girls would just have a little, like, snog a bit. You know you know how all the boys are like, it's just a game, it's just a game, whatever. And all the girls are like, ooh, I can't snog him. Ooh, yeah. I just have to kiss. It's like, come on. Like, you know, it doesn't mean anything. Tommy is... You know what? We were actually wrong about him because we thought his head could be turned really easily with the Lucy situation. And he actually, I think, handled it quite well, was very respectful and communicative and just said, you know, I like, I get that you like me, but actually I'm really happy with Molly May, so I'm going to stick mm. with her. And Molly May somehow managed not to cancel Lucy. Now it feels like they can kind of stick it out. And Molly May has sort of grown on me as well, although I just I don't like it when she speaks. I yeah. respect yeah. <laughs> her greatly as a person. Yeah, I think she She is... handled the Lucy thing very well. Yeah, she... And the... Yeah, when... it was more... I mean, she... She handled she, them both beautifully. She she screamed at Tommy, but rightly she wasn't angry at Maura. And I thought, mm. I thought that was actually really a good example in the villa of how we should behave in these situations. Do you think finding love amongst such a tiny sample of people is actually possible? I do not. How many times have you been in love, Nana? Damn, maybe. <laughs> I would go for once. Okay. I've probably been in love three times. Ah, uh, so you're experienced. Yeah, so just just based on those numbers, I would know. Yeah, I think it kind of varies. I think people have a different propensity to fall in love and it kind of depends on like how vulnerable you're willing to be, kind of how much you want to be loved. And that can be maybe like how independent you are, how not independent you are. And so I feel like... Obviously, Love Island is created to kind of intensify the situations. You know, mm. you have no phones, you have no music, you have no books. All you can do is chat about who you fancy. In the very beginning, when it's like, these are the six guys, these are the six girls, you need to find someone to stay in here. It just seems like you're not settling, but just if you saw them outside, would you talk to them? Do you actually fancy them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. I think there's a very, very low possibility that you actually stay together. However, if I told you all the things that I really liked in a guy, you put me in a villa with one of those guys, I could date them for maybe like a year or something. Like, it probably wouldn't be like I'd be with them forever. But I feel like if you have very evident types, which is maybe how they kind of source people, Mm. um, you know, tool, for example, Mm -hmm. uh, or has hair, (laughs) as another example, then that might be a good way to kind of get people to fall in love. Should we talk about this Curtis-Amy situation? Yeah, it does seem a bit sad, a bit mean. It seems like it's setting us up for a repeat of last year's Danny Dyer situation with Jack Fincham. So last year, when the Islanders in the main villa, and that was the girls who stayed there, received pictures from Catherine Moore, where the boys were with new girls, Ofcom received several complaints because Danny Dyer broke down after seeing the fact that 
Jack Fincham's ex was in there. Yeah, I think there was a clip of Jack going like, oh, it's my ex, it's my ex. Mm. And she just lost her mind. And it didn't show any of the clips of Jack being like, I just really miss her. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to, like, see her again. Like, I'm not interested in anyone here. And it did feel sort of very cruel. Mm. Um, And I do feel like what's happening with Curtis is kind of a cruel test of a relationship, which is... You get on with someone, you really, really like them. You're then separated. Someone maybe kind of objectively hotter is put in. They kind of crack on with you a bit. And then you're now really confused because you're thinking, well, why am I sexually attracted to this person if I'm really, you know, if I'm really into this girl I've known for only three weeks? And I just feel like it's not mutually exclusive. Like you can Mm -hmm. find someone really hot, want to shag them and still really love your partner or your half boyfriend or whatever absolutely and I just feel like the language in the villa hasn't got there yet you know everyone Mm. sort of keeps talking about what is this thing that's missing and it's like maybe there's nothing missing mate maybe you're just a human being who can fancy more than one person or is physically attracted to more than one person you know I think we should move on to pretty little predictions I guess the biggest question is who's going to make it out alive of the Casa Amor era Okay, here we go. Ovi. Yes, correct. I want to say Stevie, although I don't like it. I want to say he, Lucy's going to do something very weird and be like, I like him. Yeah, I think Stevie, although, as we've discussed, should be on a tin of Norwegian pate, is kind of the only person that's really, like, talking to Lucy. It feels like... The builder man with the good face who is called... George. George isn't very present, it seems. Like, isn't very chatty. And Lucy doesn't like that, which I think is totally fair enough, which I think is also coming up with Maura Mm. and Denon. Denon. Mm. Because as is a classic thing that every woman sadly has to realise, men don't ask questions. Like, there are so many men out there who will just chat about themselves endlessly and not ask you a single question i often like to play or did play on get on dates how many questions has this man asked me and see how long it gets in (laughs) and genuinely sometimes it was like zero by the first hour wow so maybe marvin who she said listens to her the bar is literally on the floor yeah it's so low it's like can you ask a single question we'll date you (laughs) do we think michael's head will be turned nana um yes I don't like it. I don't want it to be true. But I think we'll have a repeat of Georgia and Josh Mm -hmm. from last season when Josh came back with Kaz. Yeah, I agree. And I think Amber will literally murder Michael. I don't think we'll have any more Love Island. (laughs) I I should take it off air. Our first Love Island murder. (laughs) And do you think Curtis will couple up with Jordan despite her showing zero interest in him no I don't think so I think he's just having a wobble and I think he'll stick with Amy and I think he'll have to deal with the repercussions of his worries and his snogging what's gonna happen with Jordan oh I actually don't know he's just gonna have to go home I, yeah I think he's just gonna be single yeah poor baby but... I'm not sure why I'm sending him home that isn't, that isn't how it works <laughs> yeah it's but... a bit harsh but okay if, that, if that's what you decree Nana we can do that <laughs> Do we think Anton has found someone he genuinely likes or is he just happy to have Belle's 
Big nails. Nails. <laughs> <laughs> Huge nails. Um, I think it's the latter. I just feel like it's just a, you know, a convenient coupling. I don't see any real spark between them. But saying that, it does take a while for that to kind of really, mm. you know, emerge. And they say that they have sexual chemistry, which is obviously important mm. because don't look so disgusting. Wild to me. <laughs> but, but, you know, if that's the issue that Amy and Curtis are having now, because it, I think it is weird to dive into being like, organizing four years worth of holidays and saying you know that your baby cousin is only gonna have ever known Curtis wow relax you know yeah well we wish them all the best that's it from Vice Does Love Island for today join us next time when we'll know whose heads have turned for good after the recoupling will I be invited to Anna and Ovi's wedding will Anton finally find love we'll have the answers and more on Friday the 5th of July Vice Does Love Island is produced by Eva Krisiak and it is a Vice UK production. Please subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and if you're enjoying it, be sure to rate us on iTunes or your preferred podcast provider. See you, babes!